Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pro Football Show. I am Chris Landry. It is Thursday, February 27th. We're here at the Combine. Much to get to today. The latest going on uh, around um, the the Combine in the league. Hey, we've got a couple of questions, but I am going to beg Jacob and Kevin to hold off a little bit. We'll probably get to this um uh, you know, maybe on on Monday uh, or Tuesday of next week, if we could, um, is we want to cover a few things. And we've got a – we're dropping the show a little bit later on uh, Thursday and Friday due to the fact that uh, we had late meetings at the combine, scouting meetings at the Combine and got the workouts on Thursday. So uh, we appreciate your indulgence. We'll get to your questions. We'd like to get to them as soon as we can, but we, uh, we'll push that off if we could um, to early part of next week, and uh, we'll, we'll get to it. We can talk a little combine in the words, come the, the information coming out of the combine. A uh, couple of things to keep in mind. We are going to be starting the franchise and transition tags, but we still don't know. We don't know if oh, we're going to have a franchi- franchise and transition tag or just one like we normally have. Still some work to do in the CBA. We'll keep you up to date on the latest there and what's going on. As we drop this show, we are still working on getting a long-term agreement there. Also, uh, one of those guys, and it would really factor into the Cowboys, uh, they might want to use one tag on Dak, one tag on Amari Cooper. Um, Obviously, the franchise on Dak. Uh, they have begun negotiations, and not begun. They have already begun, but they are um, have had conversations here at the combine, I should say. And we'll see. The players' association has sent ownership um, uh, a another proposal, so we'll see how that plays out. Hey, there's a lot of momentum, and I always have felt this would be a good fit for Philip Rivers in Indianapolis. You know, it's a in Indianapolis situation. Uh, it is um, it, 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 the combine. But this could be the home for him. If you think about uh, being open, having a young quarterback and Jacoby Brissett that they like, maybe could benefit with Phillip. 
an offensive line that they've built pretty well. It's a good team. It's a well-coached team. Um, Phillip needs a place where he can have protection. Might be a really good fit. Um, got a lot of room under the cap. So we'll see. Um, we'll see where this goes. Obviously, a year ago, uh, we were talking about Andrew Luck with the Colts, and none of this was on the uh, agenda. So let's keep an eye. I would uh, would label the Colts as the favorite for Phillip Rivers, but of course, until it's done, nothing is done. The Bills admit that they are very interested in Josh Norman, uh, talking with Brandon Bean. Uh, he's among the guys that they'd look at. Of course, McDermott um, and Bean were in Carolina with uh, uh, Josh Norman. The Browns are definitely looking at a veteran quarterback as a backup. Chase Daniel is a guy that they're interested in, I know, um, as well as Case Keenum. They're both on the radar, and they're going to vet both of those guys. Obviously, Kevin Stefanski's very familiar with uh, Keenum. Um, Mike McCarthy certainly bent, made his rounds and talked about the importance of having uh, Amari Cooper and Randall Cobb, along with Dak, of course, um, as he wants to get this offense going in a more consistent direction. They, He's also not been shy about talking about the fact that Dak Prescott is the team's franchise quarterback. And I listen, I, I think he is. There's no question about that. So that's kind of the focus at this point. He's kind of letting that play out. But that's how things are going there. For the Giants, they, as expected, for those of you that are members at LandryFootball.com, um, you want to um, – Check out LandryFootball.com as we provide all the detailed film room analysis, but information we've told you for a while that the Giants are going to release Alex Ogletree and Kareem Martin. They have done so. Um, and it doesn't appear like a couple of news I, I wanted to mention in my notebook here. The Cowboys uh, doesn't appear like Jason Witten is expected to be back or they don't anticipate bringing him back. But as I mentioned with that, they also are very positive about the progress of Leighton Vander Esch's health. Um, the Panthers picked up the option for Chris Reed. They claimed Reed off of waivers in December. He's going to add some depth to that team. A good move for them. Um, the Vikings, the word on Everson Griffin. They want him back. They expect him to be back. They're open to re-signing Griffin at a reduced salary. Um after he voided the three years of contract. So that's not done. We'll see where he goes with that, obviously, in the player's hand there. Over in Denver, Juwan James with the knee is expected to be ready for OTAs. He doesn't need surgery. That's good news. Um, the Broncos also are dealing with Bryce Callahan's foot this offseason. He's expected to be ready for OTAs. He was signed you remember, to a three-year, $21 million deal in uh, the 19 offseason, but he didn't play a single snap in the regular season. There's a former Bear slot corner who thrived in the uh, Bronc, um, Vince, Vic, uh, Vic Fangio scheme in 17 and 18, so could use him back. Um, uh, you know, getting him back and getting Bradley Chubb back certainly can help that Bronco defense out a great deal. Bradley Chubb, by the way, won't participate in OTAs, but he's going to be ready for training camp. Um, so that's that's good news, not optimal news, but but good news nonetheless. Um, 
the Browns tell me, Kevin Stavansky specifically tells me that um, Baker Mayfield is really working. They're working on slimming him down a little bit. Um, getting him to move a little bit better away from the pocket uh, and being a little bit better conditioned is something they'd like for him, and uh, he's committed to doing it. So something to follow here this offseason. By the way, the Browns are also um, are going to let Joe Schobert, middle linebacker, test the market, kind of see where it takes them, and then make a decision there. Uh, in Philadelphia, Alshon Jeffrey, um, no news on the timetable of the injury. They expect him to be back, uh, obviously, um, for the season. But kind of interesting to see is he's somebody that, if he's healthy, I think has some value, and I think – some others may be interested in him. So we need to monitor a little bit of where his health is this offseason and uh, what, uh, how he would be in terms of passing physicals and whatnot. For San Francisco, John Lynch expects uh, Joe Staley, the left tackle, to return for a 14th season. That's important to know, obviously, heading into free agency in the draft. Uh, they uh, There's a belief that Jalen Hurts is going to be back and ready with an offseason program, be ready to go. So – they feel good about that. They um, All the talk, by the way, I don't even think it's worth mentioning it, but I'll go ahead and do it. Um, all the talk about Jimmy Garoppolo and you know possibly moving on from him, that, that's never even a consideration. They're fully committed. They like the growth. They, they like what they're doing around them. They do recognize that they need to play better around him, that he needs to grow and get better. Uh, but there's not a better option. No, they're not making a run at Tom Brady. Um, so that's that. Hopefully that will end any speculation along those lines, although it probably won't. Um, a couple of other news. I mentioned this on the college show. The Redskins are interviewing Joe Burrow and Tua. Why is that happening? It's news. Everybody's talking. Well, the reason is just that. Because it makes news. They're picking second. So there's conversation. What are the Redskins doing? What are they thinking? What? That's what goes on starting now through the draft. Look, they're, A, yes, doing their due diligence. People say, well, why would they interview Burrow and Tua? They drafted Dwayne Haskins. Well, they're not using one of their 30 visits on bringing these guys in. What they're doing is they're visiting with them at the combine, doing your due diligence. Here's the thing that I don't think people understand, that how thorough we look at things from intern, uh, from inside. Um, what if you get some sort of fantastic offer, for example? For Dwayne Haskins. What if somebody just is in love with Dwayne Haskins, one of these quarterback needy teams, and is willing to sell the form to get Dwayne Haskins? If you have a really good grade on a Tua and you really like what he can bring, or borrow, whoever is available, and we're going to assume right now until we uh, hear otherwise that it's probably going to be Tua that would be there at two. You need to be prepared to know yeah, we you know we'd like to, we certainly like to. We we'd be willing to 
go forward with that is it, you you never know what can happen it's too late to do your due diligence later do your due diligence now landry is not saying that the redskins are going to trade haskins and draft to not saying that in fact i'm saying that the chances of that well right now are at this point non-existent because there's really nothing to it but in theory these are the type of things that i don't think people quite no. What if you have to do your due diligence? I mean, you're there. You're there to do interviews. You're going to interview players at every position. It's just that the media tends to make news out of something that, oh, boy, that is interesting. It's not surprising to me because that's just part of a process of evaluating players. You need to be prepared to evaluate those quarterbacks. I don't want to be macabre here. But what happens if, God forbid, Dwayne Haskins suffers a horrific accident? I mean, we just saw a horrific situation with Kobe. and his, These are the type of things that you're not thinking in those terms. Of course not. But you never know what could happen. Something could come about. And I'm not talking about an injury in the offseason that would only affect one season. I'm talking about something that could be a debilitating injury, like a car accident or something. Or, or you know, if something were to happen between now and the draft, you'd, you'd think quarterback situation would now be a priority for the residents, of course. Do your homework. Now, I hate to mention that because that's an awful thing to mention. And, you know, but the reality is you don't know. We, we, we don't know what can happen. Now, here's the other thing that is not quite explained enough, so I'll do it. You begin to want to plant seeds as to, well, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? You, you know, you're sending a message to other teams. What are they thinking? Why are they interviewing these guys? What, what, what's the deal? That, well, it, it just is inviting folks to call. You always want people to call. If they're going to call the Giants somebody's calling the Giants to move up and get a quarterback. Why do you think there's a lot of noise coming out of Detroit or people speculating that, well, you know, Detroit might take one. They might take quarterback. You never know. You got to, to, Because they want their phone to ring. Well, if you're going to make the phone ring at four and three, well, why not at two? In essence, you want to make people – Believe that, you know what, to come up and get your quarterback, you may not be able to get him at spot four. You might have to come to three or to two. So just chill on the whole hysteria about, oh, my God, what are they doing? They don't like Haskins, not committed to Haskins. Now they're going to have to answer six questions about their level of commitment to Dwayne Haskins. It's part of doing business. And, yes, if I'm running the Redskins – and I get somebody that's enamored with Dwayne Haskins <clears throat> to the point they gave me the form. And I really like Tua enough. Yeah, you, you at least bat that around. But you are not going to even be able to do that if you don't do your due diligence on those players. What if Joe Burrow's there and you're more in, in, enthralled by him? There are a lot of things that you don't know. And there are a lot of things that could happen. 
tragic or just through the normal course of work. That's part of the due diligence. So keep that in mind when all the speculative things come about. Now, <clears throat> the latest on Tua is that it's really positive reports on his dislocated hip. Um, the MRIs were as clean as hope. Um, in you know, the fracture and the blood flow is good. Uh, so that's the initial stuff. Let me remind you that the full reports from the doctors are going to come once all the doctors get all the data and they're able to read it and diagnose it. In other words, the team doctors are set up at different stations. So they get a chance to pull and prod and see and feel, but they get information and they utilize that information. And that's an important thing to understand that the full details are going to come when the complete medicals are all sent in, where all the tests and things are read and are understood. Right now, it's just a little bit of snapshots. But everything on his injury prognosis has been pretty good to this point. And I don't think he's going to last very long. We've said that um, for some time. He's going to go in the top five. Um maybe higher. Some we've taken a couple of days where we've talked about we've done the east and the north. We're going to do the south today of the AFC and the NFC. Talk about some guys that look, there's a lot of candidates, a lot of good players, a lot of fits. Um we're going to just match up some key guys that they need to look at. Not saying these are necessarily the targets with their draft pick, the teams, but some guys that uh, they may want to pay special attention to. In the AFC, Houston's got a major need at corner, and somebody like Jalen Johnson of Utah is a really good press corner and uh, somebody that I know that they're going to do their due diligence on. They've got to fix that secondary. You could see that even with their unusual start against Kansas City, they could not, not that it's easy to stop Kansas City's offense, of course, but they had no ability to cover them whatsoever. The Colts, um, if the Colts can solve their quarterback situation in free agency, boy, you talk about adding uh, a guy like, say, C.D. Lamb uh, to pair with T.Y. Hilton, the playmaking ability that he could bring, Picking 13th, good value there. It's somebody that makes some sense. Um, Isaiah Simmons is a guy that I think you've heard me talk about. The Clemson linebacker, I think weakbacker, safety. He's um, He's got tremendous athleticism and versatility. Fill a number of roles. Boy, you look at Jacksonville's defense and some of the big corner, big safety in the body. This guy's a big-time playmaker. I think anybody, but looking at Jacksonville and some of the fits and some of their needs, we know the quarterback situation is what it is. But adding another key member of that defense uh, would be, and this guy would be an impact player. I mean, this is a guy that when you're talking about the best players in this draft, and, you know, obviously we're going to talk about quarterbacks and I've got some receivers 
and there's some big defensive linemen that are going to be more valued because of the position they play. But my God, if there's a if somebody that I would say, give me that guy, and he can be a cornerstone of our defense as a will backer, as a safety, as a guy that can cover backs and tight ends, that do so many things. Isaiah Simmons is one of the more intriguing guys in this draft. Somebody's going to get them one hell of a football player. How about the Titans? Let's just play what if. Let's just say they're not able to get a deal done with Derrick Henry. Do you go for a guy like a Jonathan Taylor? You certainly need to do your homework. they got to have a backup plan. So here's a guy that I would expect them to look hard at study hard because you have to be prepared if you at a certain point you can't get the deal done with Derrick Henry you've got to be prepared I'm not saying Landry's not saying ah forget Derrick Henry go draft a young guy I'm saying there is a point in which you may not be able to get that deal done and if you don't you must be prepared for the backup plan and Jonathan Taylor needs to be vetted as can he do the Derrick Henry things? Do, are we concerned about, you know, let's take a look at him in some of the passing game stuff. Let's take a look at some of his ball security issues and figure some things out. This guy has some ability. Is he Derrick Henry? He's His grade, I'm not done with his grade, probably not quite, but I think he's along those lines. Certainly fits the mold of what Derrick Henry brings to you. Over in the NFC, um, what do the Falcons do? Um, they need a lot of help. They need a lot of defensive help. They need some defensive ends. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk, and it was asked on Atlanta radio about, you know, maybe a running back situation, DeAndre Swift and all that. Look, I think they're good backs. I think Swift's really good. They need defense help, and I, I hope there's value there. They need an impact guy. Now, a guy like A.J. Appenza is not the great edge rusher, but I can tell you what he is. He can play in, set the edge, push the pocket from the strong side, and you can reduce him inside on nickel and be a good defensive tackle in nickel. So I think he has really good value there and somebody they need to do a a lot of work on to see if they think he's worthy of it. No, he's not what they thought Vic Beasley was coming out of Clemson, but he's a guy that is an absolute make-it guy, starter, plug-and-play, not going to be a high-sack total guy, but he's going to get pressures, and he's going to bring versatility. He's one guy they need to look at. Not splash, but meat-and-potatoes guy. A splash guy in my mind is Javon Kinlaw. How about Carolina? Boy, they have lots of defensive needs. Luke Keekley's retiring. Got other guys hitting free agency. Ken Law is an elite player, and if he's there, hard to think there'll be better players available. Now, the uh, a guy that I think is interesting, too, I think the Saints need a complimental receiver to go with Michael Thomas. They need Jared Cook to stay healthy. Certainly the right tight end, a young tight end that can be a playmaker as a receiver is something that's in order. I don't think there's going to be great value here. LaVisca Chenault is another Michael Thomas-ish type guy, but it's got vertical speed. 
that combination, and, and certainly as a guy that can go up, catch a football. Injury issues, studying him medically, figuring out how he fits, does he fit, is something that I think is real interesting, something they need to look at. I'm not saying that these teams should take these guys. I'm saying they really need to do even extra due diligence on some of these guys to make some determinations. His physicality and ball skills are outstanding. And finally, the Bucks. They've got several needs. Offensive line is one they've got to focus on. Um, Tristan Wirfs of Iowa is a plug-and-play guy. He's a right tackle. He's a guard. Look, I mean, I think there's some other guys that they need to look at in the offensive line as well. But when you look at kind of who might be there, this is a guy that is maybe the safest pick. Um, I think that there's um, a couple of guys. I mean, Wills of Alabama, Josh Jones of Houston, or other guys that I like. And I think Mickey Becton of Louisville is another guy. Those guys, along with Worfs, need to be studied hard. I think those guys have some upside. I would say that Wills, well, Jones and Becton have a little bit more left tackle ability. But in terms of Worfs, here's a guy that's uh, no holes in his game. He's a plug-and-play right tackle for years. You know, if you find an elite right tackle, he can line up and play guard. I mean, he he just plugs a lot of holes and helps you. So those are some thoughts there. Hey, again, uh, appreciate the question from Kevin, who's got uh, a long question response. And Jacob, let me answer Jacob's question here, and I'll get to it again because it's really a short one, and it's pertaining to the combine. Jacob says that you mentioned in the podcast how one of the main functions of the combines is the health. Jacob, let me let me clarify this again to you. It's not one of the main functions. The main function of the combine is medicals. That's the number one function, the number two function, the number three function, the number four function, the number five function. The medicals are the most important thing. If we brought these players in and all they did was took medicals and went home, it would be worth every penny. The medicals, the medicals, the medicals, the medicals, and then the medicals are the most important. It is the most important. It is the only reason we started the combine 38 years ago, 39 years ago. It's the only reason. So let me make sure that I emphasize that. Okay, it is the reason and it is the most important. I get this. Well, I'm not going to participate. Every player participates in the medical. They have to. Um, he says, can you give some recent examples of talented players you thought posed too much of an injury risk entering the leave? There are a lot of guys. There are way too many. And it's always a risk. Anthony Munoz was flunked. 27 out of 28 teams flunked Anthony Munoz on his physical. The Jets wanted to take him. They flunked on the physical. Along with every other team. The Bengals didn't. And let me just tell you, the Bengals, the word was at the time that the Bengals didn't get all the medical information at that time. Because that was pre-combine. And so they took him. And he ends up, you know, I mean, he played a lot of bone-on-bone most of his career. 
uh, there are there are way too many dimensions. There's every year medical grades are like football grades. You're looking at not whether a guy's going to be available, but does he have longevity issues? Is that a potential problem? It could be a difference maker. Um, and you may. I wanted to draft Curtis Martin, and I waited around too long because he had a bunch of injuries at Pitt. He didn't have injuries when he got in the NFL. You just you you never know. You you've got to look at medically. Now I will say this: the one thing that's changed since free agency is. If you get one contract out of a player, then longevity is not as much of an issue. In other words, if you like a player and you think a guy's a really good player, you get one year out of him. But here's the thing. It still factors in. So if I've got the 10th pick in the draft and i got two players, and they, they let's just in theory – they play the same position. You got them great equally. And, and I'm just going to tell you off the top that there are going to be other factors that are going to determine whether one's guy slotted slightly above the other, just football-wise. But let's just say that they're equal. One of them has a cleaner medical history than the other. Well, the likelihood that maybe one guy that could play long-term for a longer period and be in your roster, say, for 10, 12 years, if it's player A – that could be your tiebreaker. But you just don't know. <laughs> player A may be the healthier guy. Player B may have a lot of things that you worry about longevity-wise. Then player A goes out and has a debilitating injury in year three. And, you know, there's only so much you can do. You can only evaluate the injuries in the body of the player. That's why we do things like that That other people don't understand, that of uh, the, the measurements and the metrics – that are not only athletic, but that are that determine a lot of things that medical people can, you know, formulate through their evaluation of their bodies is some of the likelihood. So there's a whole bunch of players that medicals come out of it that causes a guy. Um, Evan Ingram was not someone that was uh, you mentioned about Evan Ingram. No, Evan had some injuries, but he wasn't more than than several other guys in that draft. But they're they're you know, the the ones that you just don't know is just that guys that never have injuries and all of a sudden they have injuries. Guys that maybe have a lot of injuries and then things clear up. You gotta study it. Why does he have injuries over and over again? Is it a rehab issue? Is it is a body issue. Is it just certain bodies are not made the each bodies are not made the same. We all know that. So why would it be different for football players? So the medicals are critical. It helps us determine some things, but we're not God, obviously. So anyway, we'll get to that again. Remind me, Jacob, I'll address that again maybe next week when we kind of wrap up the combine. We appreciate you joining us. Join us again. Um, Reminder of a couple of things. If I hadn't done it, may have forgotten. Quick out of here. Thanks to our great sponsors at 401K Generation. Give them a call. Um, They bring you this podcast every day. Uh, There are the licensed professionals in all 50 states. 
uh, on financial planning investment issues, 1-866-998-5879. Give them a call today. Give them a text today. Tell them we sent you. Uh, They will get you taken care of. And uh, sign up for this podcast as well as the college football podcast that you will get each and every weekday, Monday through Friday. Landry Football's conference calls what you're signing up for, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, Landry Football's conference call. Any questions, send it to us at contact Chris over at LandryFootball.com. Appreciate you joining us. Talk to you tomorrow, everybody, from the combine. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.